Hi, beautiful human. Welcome in Rise and Shine podcast. My name is Chloe Jin. I'm an NLP master mindset coach, expert in rewiring the subconscious mind. My mission is to help you to be, do, and have everything your heart desires so you can live happier and therefore longer by being mentally healthier. If you're looking to create a more meaningful life, which doesn't only look good from the outside, but feel good from the inside, then you're exactly at the right place. My goal in this podcast is to show you your limitless potential, help you improve your relationships, and provide you the best mindset tools and teaching to heal your mind so you can up-level your reality. Welcome back on Rise and Shine. If you listen to this episode right now, I am so overly excited to announce that the door for Think Less, Feel More are opened. Think Less, Feel More is the July Experience 2021. It's a four-week group coaching program to help you release the pattern in your life and in your mind of overthinking, of overanalyzing everything, and of the emotional trauma that you might still hold in your subconscious mind and in your body that are currently affecting your life, your relationship at work, and you want to get rid of that. Think Less, Feel More was designed and created for all the men and women who overthink everything, who have been repressing their emotion for too long and who want to manage and control their emotion instead of being controlled by them. So in this program, you will learn how to feel, how to embrace your emotion and how to release the unwanted emotion from your past. Because what happened in your past are still impacting your present and will still impact your future until you deal with it. If you've been feeling stuck in your thinking loop and feeling bad about it and you want to really overcome this overthinking and you want to learn how to let go of the repressed emotion that you've been holding on to and you want to learn how to feel and how to fall in love with life again, this program was designed for you. Think less, feel more. You can directly go on my website www.cloegin.com or you can go on my social media where you will find the link on my Instagram and my Instagram is at cloegin underscore underscore. If you want to learn to love yourself, your past and fall in love with life again, to build this unshakable confidence and destroy any self-doubt and limiting belief and develop your emotional intelligence, think less, feel more was design for you. I'm so overly excited for you to really step into your full potential and full power by letting go and rewiring your brain for creating a new future together. Hi, welcome back on Rise and Shine. This episode this week is about emotional trauma and traumatic events that you might have experienced and I will also tell you about my story and how I overcame the feeling and the numbness that I've created unconsciously to not feel the feeling that I was feeling because I didn't know how to deal with my emotion. So this episode is all around emotional trauma that you might have experienced or maybe you know someone who experienced some emotional trauma and it's going to help really help you to have a different understanding and approach on how to heal your emotional trauma so you can create a better life full of joy or happiness and fall in love with life again. So a traumatic event is an incident that causes physical, emotional 
or an end psychological harm. The person experiencing the distressing event may feel physically threatened or extremely frightened as a result. So there is a lot of different traumatic events or emotional trauma. Uh, for example, there is uh, the most common one that we think about when we think about that is domestic violence or rape or sexual abuse or physical abuse. But there is also some verbal abuse, emotional abuse, physical violence, or even the people who are testimony uh, who are affected by natural disaster or the some people who have been witnessing terrorism or even when you were bullied at school or if you were verbally abused at work or in school by a teacher by someone in in the street all this can be a traumatic event an emotional trauma that you had in your past and even though It might not be someone raped you. If you experience a really strong emotion of fear, of anger or shame or stress in your body, you had an emotional trauma. And I will develop it more uh, a bit further along. But there is also some generational trauma and it could also be past life. So passed down to you So you will be the one healing the genealogical line of your family. Generally, when we think about trauma, we, we think about rape or physical violence, right? That's the first thing that pops into our mind because that's the thing that we see mostly on media, in the newspaper and in all the horrible news that come up in our feeds, right? Another childhood trauma that we might not think about when you think about trauma can be having a single parent or the divorce of your parents or having one of your parents who doesn't know how to set boundaries or having a parent which was not emotionally present for you or being told directly or indirectly you can't or shouldn't experience certain emotion. Right, or maybe the fact that you didn't feel heard or seen as a as a child. So all this kind of trauma that we might not think is trauma is still imprinted in your subconscious mind, and are still impacting your life today. And that's why you may experience some unconscious self sabotaging behavior in your relationship, uh, at work, in with your finances, anything. Everything comes from what happened in your childhood, generally, generally between zero and seven. And then you have other trauma that will appear during your teenage years. And some of that, you might not even remember it consciously, but your subconscious mind has stored everything. So everything that you've experienced as a child and as a teenager has been stored in your subconscious mind. So even though consciously you don't remember it, it's still there. An emotional trauma can be simple as being bullied at school or being verbally abused by your teacher, uh, by your parents, by uh, your neighbors, by your stepdad. It could be just words. It doesn't have to be physical violence. And you will still experience in your body this strong and uncontrollable emotion. 
that is somewhere stored in your body because at that time you didn't know how to deal with it right because well no one really teaches us how to deal with our emotion and what to do to be able to feel the feeling and let it move through us so what happened is we feel this strong emotion and we're scared or we don't want to appear that we are uh, we don't want to to show that we are scared or that we feel weak or shamed right so what we do is because we don't know what we do this, with this feeling then we numb ourselves you numb yourself with Netflix, with going out and drinking, with drugs, with sex, any kind of addiction is a way to numb what you're feeling that you want to avoid feeling. And for some people who had some uh, emotional traumas or traumatic events in their past, what ends up happening is they don't know how to deal with it, so they just feel isolated and it can lead into depression, anxiety, PTSD, post-traumatic stress and we have to end this because it doesn't have to be like this and until we actually deal with the problem, with what happens, then it's going to perpetuate. So it's, you're going to create more of that unconsciously in your life because you still haven't resolved the problem at the root cause. So that's what we're going to talk about in this episode and for you to really understand the impact and where is it coming from and how you can now deal with it to be able to feel lighter and fall in love with life again. So a bit of neuroscience around traumatic event and emotional trauma. So when there is a emotional trauma, there is an event, right? So an event, something is happening outside, in your outside reality. And you might have some fearful thoughts, right? So you might start to think because what you're seeing or what you're hearing is making you scared, then you're going to have a fearful thoughts. And this thought is going to trigger the fight or flight response, which is a natural response, right? And the fight or flight response is a natural response, right? It was really helpful when we were living in caves and a lion was chasing us and we had to run to hide or to fight. And nowadays, we still have this exact same response for something that might not be as dangerous or as life-threatened as a lion could be, right? When someone abuses you verbally, well you're not probably going to die at the exact time when this happened, right? But the body doesn't know the difference, so it triggers a fight-or-flight response. And so when you trigger this stress response, you increase the level of cortisol and adrenaline in your system, in your body, in your bloodstream. And that's the two main hormonal stress that you're going to create in your body. And that's the thing that's going to create more blood flow in your extremities, such as your arms if you need to fight, or such as your legs if you need to run. And that's why you feel some butterfly in your stomach. It's because the blood flow is actually going from your stomach to your extremities, because now it's not the time to digest, it's not the time to reproduce, it's not the time to feel good, it's the time to run, to run, hide or fight. And... The problem is when we go through this post-traumatic stress, when you relieve the event in your mind over and over again, then you 
reactivate this same process of fight or flight response. And so over time, you're actually going to create potentially some illnesses or some disease in your body by turning on and off the fight or flight response way too much. Because remember, this stress response was first designed to be able to survive, a survival response. And now, even though your life is not threatened, your body is still reacting exactly the same way. So when you relive in your head over and over again what happened in the past, the memory of what happened, you still have anchored in your body this same emotion. And so you create a really strong neurological connection between your brain and the emotion that you feel. And then the, you have a feedback loop from your body to your mind and you're going to create even more thoughts that's going to imprint your brain and recall the events to come back, right? And that's how you create the loop. Now, the emotion that is stored in your body is also stored in your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind is the mind that runs the body and it's also... The job of the subconscious mind is to protect you, to keep you safe. And so when we don't know how to deal with an emotion, when we have an, a traumatic event or an emotional trauma, what happens in the subconscious mind is the subconscious mind wants to keep you safe. So what it does, it actually can repress the memory. Because it's like, oh, well, she doesn't know, he doesn't know how to deal with that. So we're going to repress this memory so she can feel safe. So you might not even remember exactly what happened and it's because your subconscious mind is trying to protect you in that way because you haven't dealt with the repressed emotion. Now, the problem is, even though the memory is repressed, the trauma is still there. What ends up happening is when you're going to feel better and your life is like getting better and you're like, oh, that's cool, I'm feeling happier and everything is starting to be good again, then your subconscious mind is going to be like, hey, great, she's feeling better now. Okay, cool, now it's time to deal with that. And it's going to bring back the memory of what happened or you're going to feel again bad. And it's because your subconscious mind is like, okay, now deal with that, right? So it's sending you the signal for you to deal with what you haven't dealt with in the past. And that's how you end up in this loop of maybe overthinking or anxiety or feeling overwhelmed, right? And you have all this feeling in your body stored like shame or anger or maybe you feel isolated and you're trying to bury the pain which is not actually helping you because it will keep coming back and coming back until you actually do deal with it. So repressing the emotions doesn't help you on the long term. It, it will help you on the short term, sure, because you're avoiding to deal with the pain but when you actually crack open and let the trauma out of your body, then you're going to be able to create something completely different in terms of rewiring your brain and letting the trauma out of your body to be able to create something new, a new future where you don't have to experience this again. And the problem by repressing our emotion 
is that it can actually lead to depression, anxiety, or PTSD, right? And Or something different that could happen is because we don't know how to deal with our emotion, then we feel so numb. And then you just are always in your head instead of being in your body. So you're always overthinking and you're thinking so much and over and over and over analyzing everything. And it's because you've dissociated yourself from your body in order not to feel the pain. And that's how you end up with people, cold hearted people or in France, cœur de pierre, right? And it's because they probably unconsciously maybe witnessed something traumatic or a traumatic event in their past that led them to create this behavior. So they feel numb or they are detached from everything and nothing really matter. And so they don't feel actually any emotion because they are so dissociated because of what happened. And as I said, an emotional trauma doesn't have to be a rape or sexual abuse. It can just be something that happened with your parents when you were three years old, right? And they, your parents just ignored you or something like that. And then unconsciously you've created this emotional trauma in your body. And now you don't know how to deal with your emotions. So you just numb yourself with alcohol, with drug, with going out all the time, with uh, social media or with any kind of addiction, right? So some people who have experienced some traumatic event or emotional trauma can also experience some post-stress response, such as nightmare or flashback or intense fear, or you might experience some mood shifts, some anxiety or being complete denial of everything, or you can experience some difficulty of concentrating on something or some insomnia or some even some physical disorder such as skin condition like eczema or headaches or any kind of bowel problem as well. Any kind of medical condition generally was caused by, the, by an emotional trauma that you haven't actually dealt with and now because it's still in your body your body is trying to let it out by showing you to do something with it and his way to show you to do something with your emotional trauma is to do a kind of disease or illnesses to show you to pay attention to your body and generally what ends up happening is we just treat the disease instead of treating the root cause, which is the emotional trauma. And you, as well as a, for any kind of post-stress response, it can be some emotional outburst. So for example, you just care, you're just burying everything inside of you until you expand and you start to cry or for, for something very small or you try to or you're having some aggressive behavior or any kind of addiction can be a post-stress response. Now I know that so well because I've experienced it so many years. For basically 20 years I was repressing my emotion because I didn't know better. I was raised in a family where we didn't really show our emotion or love or any kind of physical affection. And so I was really used to be kind of 
cold from the inside and I was very dissociated. So I was a lot in my head and not in my body at all. So much so that I wasn't even able to feel any kind of emotion. I could feel fear or sad, but I wasn't able to feel anger at all. I completely dissociated myself from being angry at all. And I it came back like a week ago. I remembered that I actually had been what society would call as sexually abused when I was 15. So what what ended up happening is I didn't know how to say no. I didn't know how to say no. I was 15 years old and um, and this event happened. And because I didn't know better and I thought that maybe that was cool, maybe he was going to like me if I did that, even though my body was telling me to not do it, right? So because we can feel like the rejection or the disgust in our body, but we still do it. And that can be an emotional trauma, saying yes when you think no or when you feel no in your body. That's an emotional trauma. Anyway, so I've experienced this. I wasn't forced. It's just that I couldn't say no when I really wanted to say no. And I was also verbally abused multiple times at school and by by one of the teachers. And I remember leaving the classroom crying. And I was 19. Like, I was 19. I was quite old, right? But it's such a trauma for a 90 years old girl to be verbally abused in front of 50 people in a classroom. And that's where I want to point something out is I used to compare my emotional trauma with someone else. So for example, someone who's been raped, I was like, oh my God, this is so much bigger than what I've experienced, right? So I was actually diminishing my emotional trauma because I was comparing with something which appeared bigger based on what society tells you that is bigger point my point is an emotional trauma is an emotional trauma there is no such thing as big or small in your body it's exactly the same response if you've been raped or if you've been verbally abused or emotionally abused you have exactly the same thing happening in the body so on the outside it may appear that it's smaller it's not such it's not as big as being raped in your body it's exactly the same thing happening okay so no matter what you experience there is no such thing as small trauma or big trauma and another one for example is when I was 19 or 20 years old my dad left and when he left he left my mom and when he left he also left he also left us uh, three kids and he completely disappeared and didn't talk to us at all and didn't talk to me and I felt so hurt and so sad but because I wanted to appear as strong and independent and I didn't care blah 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 being very rebellious then I was just hiding my emotion until I couldn't anymore and so I was crying in the middle of nowhere um, for something that I shouldn't have really cried about right but it's this disproportion because I was I had been for so long burying all my emotion inside that it had to game out at some point and so when 
I had all this emotional trauma, I had no idea how to deal with it or how to go through life. And when my ex left, um, when my ex broke up with me, it was the same. Like you experience such a deep pain in your body. And when you don't know how to deal with that pain, then it just stay there, right? And then you create a loop between your thinking and your feeling that actually is bringing you down. So by experiencing these events in my life that actually led to feeling very detached and numb and how I was numbing myself, it was I was like going out every weekend, getting wasted, being on drugs and instead of just allowing me to feel the feeling and deal with it, which I didn't know how at that time, um, I was just repressing everything, right? And when people were asking me, how are you feeling? I was like, yeah, I'm good. Always. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And when I didn't feel good, but I didn't know better, right? And what's interesting is a year ago, I've learned about NLP and timeline therapy. And I was looking for these answers because my ex broke up with me and I felt so much pain in my chest and in my heart that was really like heartbreaking for me and I was wondering like there must be a way to detach the emotion from the event there must be a way for me to remember the memories and not feel any kind of pain towards the event and so I went on google and I went on youtube and I I was trying to look for the thing and then I end up looking at the NLP and timeline therapy video and I was like wow 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 what you can actually do that and so I did my certification in NLP and in timeline and oh my god like this is crazy this is actually insane because timeline therapy is a is the most powerful modality at the moment in 2021 to be able to release any emotion attached to an event so you can actually remember the event so you don't have to repress memories you can keep the memories but you will not feel any kind of anger sadness shame or anything about it anymore so basically you free your body and you free your mind from the burden that you've been carrying for so long and timeline therapy and NLP is used very successfully for any kind of emotional trauma or PTSD or anything like this. It's used by the British Army and the Australian Army to deal with any kind of PTSD. And it's, it's the most powerful modality at the moment to be able to release emotional trauma. It's insane. It's insane and it's amazing to see the results when it comes to releasing the emotion attached, the negative emotion attached to the event. The beauty of timeline therapy, it is, it's content free. And it's very important because if you go to a, psycholo a psychologist, they let you tell the story over and over and over again. And the problem with this kind of therapy is it creates in your brain more neurological connection with the event. So every time you tell the story again of what happened, 
then you reinforce the neurological connection in your brain. So you're more likely to feel it again. So you reinforce the loop. And that's why it takes so much time to heal. Because you're actually reinforcing the neurological connection in your brain. So what I would do with my private client is I let them tell the story once. Fully detailed. Because it's important to normalize what happened and be like, okay, cool, that's how it happened. Now let the emotion go using timeline therapy. So that's what I do. And... I use also breastwork. Breastwork is a really great modality to be able to bubble up at the surface all the emotions that have been stuck for so long. So when you do a, a, an hour practice breastwork, it's allowing the breast and the oxygen to actually move the energy that has been stuck for so long in your body. So I use breastwork as a modality for the trauma to leave the body and then I do timeline therapy to be able to really free the mind from the emotional trauma once and for all. Now the problem when we don't deal with the emotional trauma or the traumatic events is that the universe will keep putting in front of you people with a different face that will remind you or that will perpetuate the trauma. So for example, if you've been bullied at school or at work or verbally abused at work, you might change work, right? And unconsciously, you're going to create exactly the same problem in your new work a few months later because you still haven't deal with the root cause. And that's what ends up happening is no matter where you go, it will keep following you because it's still in you. You might also experience what we call a generational trauma. And I'm not going to go too deep around that, but basically it could be passed down to you. So maybe it's from your mom, maybe it's from your dad, maybe it's from your grandma, and now it's passed down to you. So you can be the one that will stop the perpetuation in the family. And I really want you to hear this. Like There is no such thing as bad luck or a bad coincidence or being at the wrong place at the wrong time, right? If you think that, then you are at effect of your life. And when you are at effect, then you cannot change anything, right? When you're the victim, you cannot do anything because you're the victim. So I really want you to not feel guilty. You're not guilty about what happened, right? It's not your fault. And it is your responsibility. And when I say responsibility, I want you to hear the word. Responsibility. So it's your ability to respond to something external. So when you take responsibility for what happened, then you're able to respond to be able to change the outcome and stop the perpetuation of that happening again, right? So when you come out on the other side, life is fun. It is beautiful and exciting again. And seriously, by training in NLP, I've seen hundreds of women and men transformed after NLP and Timeline and that's what I do with my clients, with my private client as well. And it's just so beautiful because I've seen so many tears of sadness and shame 
being replaced by tears of joy and love for new life. And it's what I love about what I do. It's what I love about sharing with you guys is that there is uh, the other side. There is for you the possibility to feel different. It exists and if I did it and if hundreds of women and men did it, you can do it too, right? And that's how I came up with the idea of creating a program for you guys to be able to actually deal with this, right? Because if this happened to you, you don't want this to happen to your kids or you don't want this to happen to your friends, right? So by dealing with the root cause of the problem, then you will stop this happening in the world, right? So that's why I've created the program, the July experience, which is called Think Less, Feel More. And this experience is for all the men and women who are done overthinking and who have experienced some emotional trauma or any kind of traumatic event and that want to feel free again. They want to build an unshakable confidence and boost their self-love by releasing their trauma, however the trauma is. And whatever the trauma was about, releasing the trauma using breastwork and timeline therapy, if you choose the second option, which is the gold pass, to be able to show you that, yes, there is another way to live. There is something after that. And you can actually free yourself from your emotional trauma. And I'm so excited for you to be able to come along join us and be part of a group which want the same thing as you want and who will be there to support you, to lift you up and to show you that yes, you are not alone. You are not alone. Have a look on my website www.chloegin.com or you can also go on my Instagram at chloegin underscore underscore and you will have the link in my bio, think less, feel more. If you want to fall in love with life again, this program was exactly designed for you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being who you are. And thank you so much for showing up for yourself every single week. Have a great week. I send you so much love and I will see you next week.